all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghosts. The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the Ghost Story Podcast that is all about ghost stories, but told by the people who actually experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And, um, okay, first of all, before we really get rolling, one of the great things about Buzzsprout, which is the platform that we use to podcast, yes. you can see where people are actually listening yes. in the world. I know, it's so cool. It's so much fun. So we both have been going through <laughs> and looking at like the, the most far off places where yeah. people are listening. So I need to send a shout out to Jetta Saudi Arabia. Arabia. We have, which we had to look up on a map. We had to look at. I did not even know that that was in Saudi I didn't Arabia. Either. Your response was great. You're like, if someone put a gun to my head and, <laughs> and said, said, "Point to this on a map," yeah, I would be dead. Yeah, that's pretty much where I was. So, um, but we actually have a more active listenership in Jeddah than we do in Frisco, Texas, which I think is the coolest thing ever. I do too. So, whoever is listening to us in Jeddah, please send us an email or something. Send us a ghost story. Yeah, just, just say hi. Just reach out because yeah. we are dying to talk to you. And can we? also give a shout out to our UK people. We have quite a few big UK followers. Yes! I think that's so, so cool. Awesome. A bunch of people in London. I know. I really want an English speaker yes. to come on this podcast so that we can hear their accent and their awesome scary ghost story. Right. Somebody with a really good... Yes. And then we can do our own British accents. Hello, governor. Oh. No? Does that make you cringe? Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Okay, so if you haven't listened to episode seven, you need to go back and check it out because yes. we had a really great story from a guy named Nate. Yeah. Who um, he heard these scary alien sounds when he was a little boy in Charlotte, North Carolina. Right. And so then we fell down the rabbit hole of listening to scary <laughs> alien sounds that people were recording in Charlotte, North Carolina. Like, who knew that that was a thing? But you had a UFO story. I do. And we geeked out so hard that we forgot to even share it. Yeah. So please this, tell your story. This happened like, I don't know, 10 years ago. And it's me and my two girlfriends who I was working with at K-Love at the time. Mm-hmm. And we're driving in the car. We're all chit-chatting. I think we must have been coming home from an event and we had all carpooled together. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what we're talking about. But at the same time, it was like the entire car just got silent. And literally, we are looking up above us as we're driving down, I think, Park Road in Plano. Plano, Texas, and there is this thing floating in the sky. It is not going up. It's not going down. It's not going left. It's not going right. And it's like a gray sort of camouflaged into the night sky, right? And it's got four lights flashing across the middle of it and one on the top and one on the bottom. So it's a diamond shape with these just constant blinking lights. And it's not moving, not doing anything. And all of us at the same time, dead silent, and they're like, Do you see that? Are you looking at what I'm looking at? All of us wigging out because it's clearly some sort of unidentified flying object in the sky over Plano, Texas. And you got a good look at it. That's a solid, a hardcore look at it. Like to the point where we were like drawing pictures of it. Like we didn't have that camera phones were not a thing at the time. I had like a Motorola flip phone, which is not going to take a good photo. But I remember we, we all drew the same photo (laughs) afterwards because we were like, we really saw this. We swear. And then of course I went to do some research because I, I promise you it was a write up in the Dallas morning news. Are you serious? Yes. So not just you guys. Not just that. Yes, there were a whole slew of people in Plano that saw the same thing in the same spot. 
so I went researching Dallas Morning News trying to find the story because I can remember my girlfriend cutting it out of the paper to mm-hmm. show me how excited she was because she's like, oh my God, we're the only ones that saw this UFO. But I couldn't find it anywhere. I'm so bummed. So I have, no, I have no backup on that Plano story other than my girlfriend's tell, saying, yes, it absolutely happened. Well, we have friends at the Dallas Morning News. Maybe we can help them like dig through the archives yeah. and see if we can find it. Call or somebody something. and see. Or, yeah, if you saw this, do you remember what year it was? I think it was, it was either like 2008 or 2009. Okay, if this sounds vaguely familiar to you, like if you think mm-hmm. you saw this same thing in the sky, then shoot us an email. Why don't you give the email address? That would be hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. That's okay, because yeah, somebody else <laughs> saw it. If the three of you guys saw it, then someone well, else Well, I will did. tell you, I did find a report on the National UFO Reporting Center <gasps> website. Yeah, so somebody did see it, and um, it's a pretty similar story, so I'm thinking it's the same the same thing. Rebecca! I know! That you saw a UFO! Oh my god. If I can find the drawing of it, I will post it on our Instagram and Twitter and Facebook pages, but I cannot find it anywhere. Just do another drawing. You get, it sounds like you I have could. it I could. I, I do. I have it in my head. Okay, and I wanted to give an update on my niece Savannah. Um, I'm trying so hard to get her on the phone, <gasps> oh and gosh. I just can't because of her schedule. So, we had her story a couple weeks ago. Right. So, she lives in this old house with her boyfriend and her five-year-old daughter, and they're getting messed with Specifically, her daughter. Something's pinching, whispering, mm. walking on the piano mat, like creepy. doing all kinds of creepy stuff. So, got an update from my niece mm. where she said the other day no. she's in one room, her daughter's in her bedroom playing, and she can hear her daughter in there talking to herself. Mm-hmm. And then the daughter, so gets, she thinks to herself, so she thinks to herself. So then the daughter gets very agitated and she's going, "Stop it! Stop it! Shut up! <gasps> Shut up!" And she's yelling. So Savannah goes running in there and says, "What's going on?" And her daughter says something is repeating everything that I'm saying and it's saying it right into my ear and I can't see it. So, okay, up until this point, her little girl has been very nonchalant about all of this. She It hasn't bothered her, even though it bothers Savannah and her boyfriend. Uh-huh. Now she's scared. Oh. Now she doesn't want to be alone in her room. Now she's legitimately scared. Oh, my god! So they talked to the landlord, and the landlord was like, what? No, we've never had anything like this happen before. So now they're like, holy cow, because they thought, I thought that the landlord was going to be like, oh, yeah, we are. But no, this is new to the house. Is it possible that they've taken it from somewhere else, like in their last house or something? Sure, I guess. I don't know. There is no telling. So That is so weird. Yeah, so we'll keep you on post- posted on that. One thing, she has not saged yet. I keep telling her, you oh, can yeah. buy sage at Walmart. Yeah, it's like, super easy. It's on available. Amazon, get yeah. it in two days. So she hasn't done it yet, so I'm hoping that maybe that will help out a little bit. But we'll keep you posted on... Uh, I feel so bad for her little girl. I know, I know. Poor Charlotte. But uh, one thing that's really cool that we noticed this week, we are getting lots of uh, emails and voice memos. Yes! Which is fan-freaking-tastic. I know, I love it. So we're so excited about that. And uh, the first story we wanted to share with you guys is actually from one of my girlfriends. Her name is Mindy. So um, Mindy actually needs her own podcast about bad boyfriends because she has had some of the worst boyfriends ever. And she's, like, beautiful and smart. So it's like, you know, she's got a cool sense of humor about it. But, like, my favorite Mindy story, she was dating this guy. They were in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And he had to come clean to her and told her, look, just so you know... I can't stop treating myself. Oh my like, goodness. He used the word chronic. <gasps> yeah. Which I'm like, what's chronic? Like, how much is too much? How, what are you supposed to, like, not be? Is it like over 10? I don't know. Maybe I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't yeah, think. so, but that's uh, my favorite Mindy story. So, okay, <laughs> here, Mindy. here is Mindy's ghost story. Hey, Julie, it's Mindy. Um, here's my ghost story. I might ramble a little. Sorry, ahead of time. 
So this happened when I was kind of like early years in high school, maybe freshman, sophomore year. I worked for a winery in my hometown in Missouri. And this winery was like a really big deal back before Prohibition. So it had been the third largest winery in the world, second largest in the nation for you know, a number of years. So a lot, a lot of wine. Um, I can't remember the number of gallons, but over a million gallons per year produced at one time. So when prohibition hit, it was a really devastating thing for the town and particularly for this winery. And the story goes that when prohibition hit and the government agents showed up and, you know, hacked up the wine casks that the town's streets just flowed red with wine. So devastating to the local economy, personally devastating to the people who were invested in that business. So as the story goes, at that particular winery, um, a guy killed himself in the cellars. And the story goes that he killed himself in this one little like upper room. And of course, me and my friends, you know, we were super curious and always into ghosty stuff. We would go up to that area. I think all hoped that we would have an encounter, but nothing ever happened. So um, working there, one of the creepiest things to do at night was to lock the cellars up. And this is a huge series of beautifully carved, arch-carved connecting cellars, as we used to say. Um, they're huge, and they're they're amazing. And so at night, you would go down there, and you would lock them all up. And it was always the tour guide's job to do it. Anyway, it was dark when I went down there. And I walked down the hill, and I locked the first door, like the main entry point, to the Apostle Cellar. It's my favorite cellar. So I locked the Apostle Cellar and I was walking through and just taking in the beautiful space. And then from the Apostle Cellar, you go into what's called the 6,000 Cellar. Back then and, and still now to this day, it's filled with stainless steel tanks and they're huge. And they go from the floor all the way up to the ceiling. And there's just one after the other after the other. And I'm walking by and I'm looking right to left and just, you know, kind of working my way up to where you shut the lights off. And I looked to my right and between two of the stainless steel casts there's a little man sitting there and he was sitting on the ground and he was wearing kind of like old-fashioned looking jeans you know or canvas pants work boots and a flannel shirt but he just kind of looked old-fashioned you know he didn't have any business being there like and I I was kind of walking fast and I walked right by him and I looked to my right and I saw him and I kept walking and then I stopped and I was like, I remember thinking to myself, what the f*** is that guy doing in here? <laughs> it wasn't bottling season. It wasn't harvest season. Not, nobody should have been down there. And so I stopped and I backed up. I walked backwards large steps to that same space between the big stainless steel tanks and I looked again and there was nothing there. Of course. Well then I freaked out and I just like you know full body shiver holy crap ran forward shut the lights off ran through the next cellar shut those lights off ran to the next one shut them off shut it off locked the the door and just went running inside to tell people and nobody was the least bit interested in what I had to say and it wasn't until the next day at school that I told the other people who worked there what I had seen and they were just like oh my god oh my god oh my god (laughs) 
Nobody else ever saw that little guy, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I was always pretty open to ghosty stuff, and I always really wished that I would see something, and I don't have any idea if that was the guy who killed himself or, or what, but that's my story. It was creepy, 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 and um, hope this helps. Bye. I love that she finished her job. <laughs> she locked I locked she it up. Lo- I locked it up. Yep. She's like, shut off the lights. Shut locked the it. Li- shut lights. Lock. Shut lights. And I'm like, what a great employee. Good for you, Mindy. Spooked by a ghost, but still gets the job done. And don't you hate the people, though, that, that you go and tell, you're like, I just saw a ghost. Yes. I saw a ghost. And they're like, no. I, the, no, you didn't. And we keep hearing about these people. It's like, don't be that person. Get excited. Okay, so the other voice memo that we got, this comes from Sandy. And I love this because she actually went out, and I did not know that the ghost hunter guys from sci-fi they will actually do ghost hunts that you can go on really so this is sandy's story about what happened on her ghost hunt okay so my sister and i went on a ghost investigation at the ohio state penitentiary we went with the people that are from that show on tv the sci-fi show it was actually fun but there were way too many people there this is the place that the shawshank redemption was filmed at So really, there were about probably 150 people there, 200. And my feeling is, you know what, ghosts are not going to come out or spirits when there's so many people roaming around. Now, my sister and I have done some small independent investigating and have had phenomenal results on our voice recorder as well as our EMF detector. Yes, I know we're so geeky. (laughs) But anyway, we walked around with our equipment from 10 o'clock at night till 2 o'clock in the morning and got absolutely nothing. My battery was almost dead in my EMF detector. And we went to one of the guys and said, well, we're, you know, we're just, we're probably going to leave. And is there anything else we should see? And he said, well, if you wanted to go, you could go in the basement, which they've just recently opened back up for investigations. And he said, but just be careful down there. If you go down there, it's dark and there's a lot of tunnels. So just know what you're getting into. So we thought, well, if I had to walk walking around for four hours, we might as well just go check it out. So first we go and we're heading down the stairs. We just open the door just to get down the stairs. The door is super heavy and it keeps closing on it. So I was like, that's, mm, that's not a good sign. I don't like that. But anyway, so here we go. We start going down the stairs. I'm in the front. My sister's behind me. I'm walking down the stairs really slow, creaking one at a time, one at a time. <laughs> and there was only, there was another couple down there and they come upstairs. So she says, oh, there's nothing down here. We've been down here for 20 minutes. So we're like, oh yeah, whatever. She was kind of an annoying woman who was in one of the groups before, so I just kind of dismissed it. So they walk upstairs, and so my sister and I are are the only ones down there, and it is really dark. There's just like a couple of bear-hanging bulbs. So we're kind of like Scooby-Dooing it, and like, ding, 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 going down the stairs. And I'm in the front. I get to the bottom step, and I'm like, I'm not walking down there until I can kind of see what's going on down there. Keep in mind, my equipment was almost dead. I had like no lights because it has like five lights that goes off when energy comes near it. It was just about dead. There was practically no light to it at all. So we're standing there and I'm peering. We're peering around the corner, kind of scoping the place out. Do we want to go any further? Do we not want to? When all of a sudden, my my K2 meter, every light lights up. Every 
hair on my body stood up. Something either went on me, through me, in me. Yikes. It was the creepiest, scariest <laughs> thing I've ever been to. And I turned to my sister. I said, let's get out of here. And we flew up the stairs. And to this day, I regret not staying down there or going and getting somebody else to come with us. But oh my God, it was the scariest thing I've ever been through in my life. So anyway, that is my ghost story. We'll be right back. Hello, nerds. Come listen to the History Nerds United podcast, and let's make history fun again. We interview today's best authors, whether they are established Pulitzer Prize winners or someone debuting their first book. Let us show you that history is not a boring class you took in high school, but a place where the best stories come from. And we don't just cover history. We also love to chat about true crime, biographies, memoirs, and so much more. So head on over to History Nerds United, and let us introduce you to your new favorite book and learn the story behind the story. History Nerds United. Okay, two things. First of all, how great is it that the ghost didn't bother the annoying person? No, I know. Yeah, they're like, they I'm going to get wait. the nice one. Yeah, I'm going to wait for the cool chick. <laughs> and how cute is her accent? I know. I love a Midwestern accent. Oh, well, yeah. It's yeah. my favorite. Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. Crawler <laughs> needs a jump. So thank you for that, Sandy. And don't forget, you can send all of your voice memos to hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. Hello. Amanda? Yeah. Hey, this is Rebecca and Julie from Haunted AF. From where? From Haunted AF, the podcast. Oh, yes. Hello. Hi. How Hi. are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> we were calling because we kind of want to hear your ghost story. Yeah. Okay. So I had, in college, I was living with a couple, and we had a two-bedroom, one bath. The bath was, like, right across from our two bedrooms. I got home one night. It was probably, like, 11 or 12, and I was on the phone with some guy, and I'm just, like, kind of being hush-hush, quiet, because their door was closed, their lights were off, so I knew that they were asleep. Their cars were there, so I knew that they were home. And I went to go take a shower at, like, 1. I told this guy, I was like, let me go. I'm going to go for the night. I'm going to go get a shower, and then I'm going to go to bed. So I go out into the hallway to go to the shower, and the light was on in the bathroom. This Like, I could see steam from under the door. And I was like, okay, well, obviously my roommates are in the shower, or one of them is, so let me just go to bed. And I ended up passing out. And then I got up in the morning, and they, my roommates were on the couch, like, eating cereal. The first thing they said was, like, why did you decide to take a shower so late at night? And I was like, uh, what? Because I didn't, you know? Like, I thought they were in the shower. Did you ever figure it out? No, we were, like, we were all pretty creeped out. We were like, what? So you each all thought you were in the shower, and nobody was in the shower. Yeah, nobody was in the shower. Are we sure? Okay, I had a roommate. (laughs) This is really weird, but I had a roommate whose boyfriend, anytime he had to take a poop at our apartment... (laughs) turn on the shower! (laughs) He would turn on the shower and then get into the shower because he was always like, I never feel properly clean or that the smell is going to be properly gone if I don't take a shower afterwards. So are you sure that maybe like the boyfriend wasn't just doing a, a poop, doing a secret poop in the middle of the night? I mean, if he did, that would have been the first time like in my experience. 
um, Okay, so let me tell you why I think that I'm haunted. Oh, Um, yeah, okay. Please do. (laughs) I think that I have, like, a ghost that just follows me around because when I was growing up, my mom, she'll, like, contest to this, too. Like, I used to always wake up with, like, three scratch marks on my (gasps) face. It was weird because, like, we had pets, but I always slept with my door closed, so they were never in there. And they were always in, like, the same, like, distance apart, the same, like, length. And my mom would always joke around with me and be like, oh, you have a poltergeist or something. And when I moved out of my house, I went back home to visit one day, and my parents had turned my room into, like, a man cave. (laughs) <laughs> and I slept in there in, uh, Thanks, in like, yeah. my dad's recliner. And I swear on all that is holy, when I got up the next day, I had three scratch marks on my shoulder. Oh, my god! And so they weren't on my face anymore. <laughs> yes. And my mom was like, that's your poltergeist visiting you again. Oh, my god! I love that your mom embraces the poltergeist. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. She doesn't care about your scratches. <laughs> yeah. She's like, isn't that cute? You're like, oh, that's precious. Our poltergeist is back. <laughs> but you've never had, like, one of those, like, in the sixth sense where they look at the pictures and you see the little, like, orbs the little or anything? Orb. Have you ever seen anything like that? Um, not in pictures, but my best friend Kristen and I, we saw the same figure in the back of my car one time. Oh my and gosh. I've seen it multiple times. And it's like a dark figure. I, I'll have to send you a picture because I drew him. Yes! yes, that's what um, we were trying to get people to do is draw <laughs> pictures of their ghosts and send it to them for yes. social media. Yes, please do. <laughs> I think he's nice because, like, I always feel him when I'm in, like, when I'm in the car or when I feel like I'm all alone, then I'll, like, sense this presence. <gasps> and he wears a hat and he's dressed like an, like an old guy with, like, a skinny face. In my head, I was seeing, like, an old Russell Brand somehow. But an old <laughs> Russell Brand? Russell oh, Brand's my so God. Alive. I wish he would come out in an accent. Oh, with yes, an accent yes. for you. <laughs> like smoking a cigarette. His shirt's way unbuttoned. Oh. I used that to be married to Katy Perry. <laughs> you have to draw a picture. Yes, please draw us a picture. This is just what I think he looks like because he's always like really shadowy and dark. So I never really, well, like I know he's there. I know, I know it sounds crazy, but I'm like, I know he's there. What if you draw the picture and he gets mad and he's like, I don't look anything like that. <laughs> What's wrong he's with so you? Yeah. How dare you? you he's like that very fat? offended. Yeah. And you get more scratches. He's like, get it right next time. Got Amanda. <laughs> hey, that was an awesome story. Thank I you know, so much. It. Yeah, no problem. Hey, by the way, where are you from? D.C. Oh, Washington, D.C. Very cool. I've been looking on our, you know, the Buzzsprout thing to see where people, and I keep wondering who is this listening in (laughs) D.C.? Now we know. It's Amanda. Thank you, Amanda. Yes, that's me. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for calling. Oh, thank you for sharing. I really enjoy listening to it. Oh, thank you. you We appreciate that. All right. Bye, girl. Bye. So if you follow us on Facebook at all, and if you don't, please go find the Haunted AF Facebook page. You've seen Laura. Laura is like our first Uber fan. And she has been bugging us since the very beginning saying, I have a story for you. I have a story for you. Oh, did she have a story? Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, Laura, when she was little, she grew up in this house that was built in, I think it was, I'm sorry, 1888. Okay. Not renovated until the 1940s, and then not renovated at all until they moved into it. Wow. So we finally got got Laura on the phone. Laura, are you there? Hello. Hi, Laura. Hi. How's it going? Fine. How are you doing? Doing good. I took off today, went to the gym already, and oh, I'm nice. ready. Look then we're going to go shopping. Dang, this is a good day. Jealous. <laughs> so, Laura, now you have to tell us all about this haunted house you were living in. Well, you know, this is back in the 60s, and, you know, we grew up in a neighborhood most of our life, the same neighborhood and the same two or three blocks. Uh, There's always a story about, you know, this old lady lived in the house, and when she died, she was never going to leave the house. And, like, our first night that we lived there, 
we had those old-fashioned push-button light switches. And all night long, we would hear click, 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 click. And the lights never came on. And my parents said, you know, why were we messing with the lights? And I said, we weren't. And that was like the very first night we stayed there. Mm. And then uh, there was a couple of times that, uh, you know, you'd be in the house and you you see in your periphery, you see shadows like behind you and walking. And we all, you know, I have five sisters and we would all see these things. Ugh. Me being the oldest, I would, I would babysit at night. Oh, God. And uh, I would sit really close to the front door because that's where the stairs were to go upstairs to the bedrooms and I was sitting there one night and my one sister Teresa come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched the step. This is my sister. What? Your She's sister? With me. Wait, 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 she wait. Never touched, she never touched those stairs coming down and she was just wailing and I kind of got her back up to bed and she just scared us. Wait, just just to so, clarify, uh, wait, just to clarify, she didn't come floating down. That's just how fast she ran down the stairs? No, she never touched the stairs. Like, she floated. She floated down the stairs? <laughs> like something was holding yes. her up kind of a thing? She just come down those steps, never, her feet never touched the stairs. Did it, we told her parents, my parents thought we were just joking, but she had actually done it again. Again, and my what? parents were there and saw her, and she was probably about seven or eight, seven or eight years old. The thing about Teresa, she always wanted to become a nun when she got old. Oh, dude, stop it! No, <laughs> no, no, don't bring nuns into this. <laughs> no, oh, oh, oh my, we've seen one too many scary nuns. <laughs> I know, this, I'm immediately she had done this, done this a second time. And uh, I'm going to let Sue tell you this one because she, she, my voice goes in and out, but I'm going to let Sue tell you this part. Okay, thanks. So one night we were sitting around by my mom and our trick was, hey, mom, we'll brush your hair, we'll massage your feet or your back so we can stay up later. Right. Well, my sister Teresa was asleep upstairs and all of a sudden she just kind of floated down the steps and we're all looking and my mom is like shocked and she comes up to my mother and she starts wailing and she goes, oh, I think I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> and my mom just laughs her across the face. Oh, no. And my dad's like, don't do that. You know, she could be sleepwalking. And possessed. so we took her back up the stairs. <laughs> they make her sleep with me. No. And I'm like the chicken little of the family. I don't like, I'm scared of everything. Props to your mom and in for the being night, smart. She has no fingernails. What? And she is ripping my back up with nails, no. with her fingernails. No. And now she, Teresa had done this a couple of times. And when she did, the lady told her to kill no. Laura, which is me, and my brother Rick. That's Amityville Horror. That is the plot yeah, of the Amityville Horror. It was a horror story. But, yeah, when the neighborhood kids wouldn't even come in the house. I, I mean, wouldn't. We, like I said, we've lived in this place forever in this neighborhood. Wait. Yeah, this is. Do you yeah. do you still live there? No, no, no. Oh we this God. was in Cleveland, Ohio. We moved to Texas in 1973, and we were afraid that this woman was going to follow us. Wow. But uh, the house is still pretty much. But yeah, I sent you the pictures. Yeah. And it's like the only house on the street yeah. that has not been touched. Oh my gosh! I mean, it, it looks. You probably frosty. shouldn't. I, I mean, because it sounds like if this woman was that mad that you yeah. guys were just living there, can you imagine if how you they, changed the wallpaper? If you yeah. 
house you're screwed. But it's that house. I love the picture you sent because it's like you can tell that place is haunted. I do have a couple of questions. Is is your sister? Yeah. Does, does your sister remember floating? Yeah, she does because it actually scared her. And well, her, yeah. yeah. And we actually had, you know, because we're, we were born and raised Catholic. My parents had the priest come and bless the house several times. And uh, Kent State University had like a paranormal group. And they came out and stayed like a week or so and set up some uh, equipment. No and, way. you know, and the only thing they said that there was something evil in the house. But yeah, no, nothing else. Really bad in the house. Wait, it's, it wasn't Ed and Lorraine Warren, I, was that's it? That's what I'm. I, it, <laughs> yeah, you weren't the Conjuring that? family, were you? No, no, no. Just one, it was just, just like you it. Know, the, the neighborhood, you know, people and stuff would say, you know, when she died, that she said she was never going to leave the house, and you know, like I said, there was a story about her, her family wanting to go back to Italy back in the 30s and 40s, and she said she was never going to leave the house. Um, mysteriously, her her family disappeared or the story was that she murdered her husband and her uh, kids and she told everybody they went back to Italy and she stayed in the house. This might be like one of the scariest ghost stories I've yes. heard. The, I mean, we lived there for like five, almost five years and I mean, there there was things disappearing. We weren't allowed to go. We weren't allowed to be in the house by ourselves. Yeah. Like my brother, he had come home one night and he, had, he was kind of staying with us and he would uh, climb up the back porch and into his room that was like the attic bedroom uh, and the old lady that was her sewing room and he had come in and he swears to God that she was sitting in a rocking chair just rocking and she was saying yes, yes, yes and he was saying no, no, no <laughs> and he run down the stairs and he got in bed with my parents and he was 19 and that's no, how scared he was. 19 in bed with your parents! <laughs> Well, I even have another one better than that. Tell it! Tell it! Tell it! Tell it. <laughs> we have, like I said, upstairs there was like three bedrooms. And uh, me and my sister Debbie and Sue, we shared one, be- one bedroom. It was early in the morning, like six or seven o'clock in the morning, like on a weekend. And we heard a voice going, Debbie, 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 and it was kind of like an echoing sound, and then it was like, what, what, what? And then it was like, come here, come here, come here. And it was like, no, no, no. And all three of us literally sat up together and looked at each other. It's like, okay, what's going on? Laura, I have to thank you for what is probably like the most terrifying story we've gotten yet. Stories, stories. I know. I and oh, we we still, we have pages. We sat down last night and was writing things down, but that's just some of the stuff. I'll sit down and I'll I'll kind of put it in an email and send them to you. Yes, Girl, yeah, please write stories. a stinking book. <laughs> I know. Yes, that is. You need to write a book, but I, maybe we'll just have Laura's corner yeah, every now I and like then. That. Yeah, and just read a <laughs> we story. We actually had people ask us that we needed to write a book about our adventures and stuff. Yeah, you really need to, definitely. Because I that's I mean, we don't have enough time here to, to right, hear all yeah. of you. Yeah. This is fantastic. So <laughs> thank you for that, Laura. Amazing. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, you know, well, you know, I might call you again and tell you some more stories. <laughs> Please do. 
I will. I love listening to you guys. Oh my God, I'm so glad we finally got to hear that story. Amazing. I'm like going to be a little ruined over this one now. <laughs> I, I'm not this. Uh, we are wrecked. Yeah, I'm not the same person after that. <laughs> no. But did she say that Kent University, like, I think so. A paranormal team? Yes. Does that still happen? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe SMU's got, like, a, a team? I mean, we have so many u- universities yeah, here. Yeah, North Texas, TCU, somebody's got to have one, right? Yeah, let's do a little research on that. Because how cool would it be if, like, we had people reaching out to us with haunted houses yes. and we could actually send? Yes. And, like, I know there's a million ghost hunting teams in town, uh-huh. but something about it coming from a university. Right, because you've got, like, the degree portion behind yeah. it somehow. The, for whatever Why reason. does that make that better? I don't know why. I, I don't really know, but, yeah, I'm with you on that. So if you know anything about that, let us know or if you just have any stories that you want to share please tell us all about yes, it yes email us voice memo us haunted af podcast at gmail.com yeah so on the next episode we'll let you know if we find anything yeah. about <laughs> if there are any of these universities but also one thing that we're going to look into if, if you don't follow us on twitter or facebook please go and find us because on the haunted af facebook page we posted this story yes about this um it's like a, a ghost that was messing with a baby i'm gonna call it ghost nanny yeah, and, and didn't we call this, though? We were like, there's got to be footage out there on the nanny cams right. or the pet cams. Yes. And so they got something that it's looks... definitely something walking behind that baby. Yeah, but you're seeing stuff in that video that I'm not seeing. Well, so we got into a heated Twitter and Facebook debate on whether or not <laughs> this ghost was a pregnant ghost or had a beer belly. See, I don't even see that. All I see is, like, the, the outline of, like, shoulders and a head. Right, and that's sitting up, but then you see it start to move, and it's like a full-grown something walking <laughs> past that baby with a beer gut with a beer gut and or pregnant belly see that's such a bummer like you want to think when you die like at least you're gonna have a beautiful body like for whatever <laughs> why do we assume no that? i why think you die that? with whatever and whatever body you had when you died is what you get to come back with oh, that's so disappointing it, it's depressing right yeah so like, any, i want to be hot yeah me too in the afterlife. <laughs> but uh i reached out to the parents in this story oh my gosh that would be so awesome so we're trying to get them on the next podcast so yeah, but in the meantime, definitely go to the Haunted AF Facebook page or yeah. find us on Twitter. It's at a Haunted AF Pod and tune in next time to the next Haunted AF. All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like what I said? Twitter? 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 <laughs> Thanks to our board, I'm Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song, and also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And, of course, we got to thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!